who is your favorite superhero or fictional character and why? Put your name in the chat if you would like to answer. Please answer. Oh, okay, Sean. My favorite superhero is Spider-Man because he can shoot webs, he has spider sense and super strong, and also because Spider-Man starts with an S and I, my name starts with an S. Plus he's like really awesome. Fabulous. Uh, Ben? Um, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at this the opposite way. Owen. <laughs> Batman. Ooh, why Batman? Because I like bats. Oh, that's good. Very nice. Okay. Jen? Um, mine is Harry Potter. Oh. Um, because... He's not fictional, though. Yes, he is. Oh, okay. Um, um, because um, he's just a unexpected average little kid who is, you know, given something he definitely has no clue that he deserves or whatever. And um, just his journey in, like, pushing through life is combined with lots of good, wonderful things and lots of really hard traumatic stuff. And he just does what needs to be done next. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, John Oliver says Sherlock Holmes due to amazing adventures that end well, which is very true. Anybody else? Oh, Val. Mystique, because she's a bad A. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. She is really good. (laughs) Okay, last call. Okay, well... uh, (sighs) Yeah, mine is Batman, much like Owen. Um, I don't think I have any particular affinity for bats, um, but he's very dark. And one of the best renditions of Batman is Lego Batman, if you didn't know, from uh, the Lego movie. And in it, he is trying to start a recording career, Batman is. Um, and he says he's going to sing dark, broody music because that's the most real kind of music. Uh, so his song, he's like, let me, let me, um, let me just show you a little demo of my song. And his song is like, darkness, no parents, more darkness, black holes and other things that are really dark. So that's his song. <laughs> and <laughs> as a four and, um, as someone who's part of a community of lunar Christians, um, I often feel very comfortable with like the emotional and spiritual darkness that Batman embodies. Um, 
So I'm super comfortable with spiritual darkness, but I'm actually really scared of physical darkness um, for our entire marriage. And actually, I mean, my entire life, but like I, I did this my whole life. But then when we got married, I realized how crazy it was. Like I'd go to the kitchen to get a drink at night. And then Ryan would just hear me like bounding across the house to get back to the bedroom where there was light because I was terrified that something was chasing me. And I think I did that up until this year. <laughs> so, um, And one of the things that I've noticed as I've done different things like safe space, has anybody ever done safe space in spiritual direction or in counseling? Has anybody ever done like a peaceful place or anything like that? Yes, no, yes, um, yes. Basically just where you're visualizing in your mind a place where you feel really safe. And one of the things I noticed about my places is that they're always um, extremely light filled. So one of them, let's see. Oh, I'm not gonna, no, no. One of them is actually this thing and I will show you. Can you guys see it? Can you see it? Okay. So this is the construct from the matrix um, where there's no source of light. It's completely like bright and white, but there's no source of light. And that's what I imagine that a safe spiritual place looks like, right? I imagine that God is, um, is not at all comprised of any type of darkness. He's only comprised of light. Um, and I'm not really scared to sit in the darkness because I feel like, okay, well, God's going to be there with me. But in a lot of ways, God being there with me has meant like a glimmer of light or a glimmer of hope, right? Um, and Advent is a time in the spiritual calendar where we're kind of descending down into lament and into darkness and into that place where we're kind of away from God's light. And then we're waiting for the birth of Jesus and he is the light of the world, right? So as I was reading this passage, um, I actually noticed something different though. Uh, I didn't notice the light of God's presence, I noticed the darkness because an angel comes to Mary at night and he doesn't tell her that she's going to be filled with the light of God. He tells her that she's going to be overshadowed. So I started to think about what does that mean? What does it mean for her to be overshadowed or for the presence of God to mean shadow? Um, It reminded me of the beginning of the world when it's completely dark and the spirit of God is moving over the waters, remember? And God says, let there be light. But God was there before there was light. So he was in the darkness. Um, It's shadowed like the tabernacle. When God would fill it with his presence, um, it was a cloud. He said to Moses that he would come to him in a dense cloud so that people couldn't see, but that they could hear God's voice and trust him. Um. It's like Jesus. Jesus was overshadowed by a cloud when he was baptized. And out of the cloud, remember a voice came that said, this is my dearly loved son. And so I started to think about how darkness doesn't always indicate an absence of God. um, That maybe it indicates the beginning of something that God is creating, that God is starting. Um, Like a baby, the baby in Mary's womb, the baby... (laughs) Any baby we've had that's ever been born has started out in darkness, um, right? Jesus talked about a seed that falls into the ground and dies, said that new life begins in darkness. There's um, 
a Walt Wintergren story. He, it's a short story and, um, it's called an Advent monologue. And it's about a protagonist who's trying to get to a woman who has locked herself in a rundown apartment and she has been, um, used and abused and mistreated. And so she's afraid, uh, of any interaction with anyone. And he's trying to get to her, but she's even scared when he tries to call to her through the door. And he says, I could use my voice, but it's bright like a trumpet and it could terrify her. He's like, I could knock on the door, but she's heard so many knocks and so many times the people who have come in have taken from her instead of given to her. And so she won't open the door. He says, I could bust through the door, but if I did that, she might be so scared that she would die. And so he says that I don't know how to get into her. So he decides that he's going to come from within slowly in darkness where she can't see what he's doing. Um, as I thought about that, I thought about places of darkness that are inside me. And I'm used to thinking of those places, of those corners as the absence of God's spirit, right? Places where either I haven't let God go or where God just hasn't gone yet or something that I'm hiding from God. Um, But as I thought about all of this, I started to wonder if some of the dark corners in my life or in my heart or in my mind are actually places where God is overshadowing me and creating something new and beginning something so slowly in me um, because he knows I'll be scared and run away if he just bursts in with all of his light. Um, I wonder if there are things hidden in each of us, corners where God is overshadowing us and doing something new. Um, Maybe a fear or a hope or a dream or a hurt, um, a place where you feel darkness. What if God's working inside of us very quietly so that we won't be afraid? So I wanted to ask you to think about those things, what things you might be hiding, but I don't want to ask you to tell everyone. So I'm going to, um, we're going to play some songs and have some time just to think. And um, I actually wrote down some of my hidden things um, because I want to come back to them later in a few months to see if they are places where God has been overshadowing me and starting something new in my life, um, growing me or healing me or calling me out. So if you guys want to do that, if you want to write down, think and write down a hidden place, that would be great. Um, we're going to play a couple of songs and then we'll come back the first. And if you want to, you can just mute the songs. If you're like, oh, this is so annoying. I can't think with songs. Um, but if you do want to think with songs, the first one is actually based on the short story that I told and it contains the ending of the short story. So, um, thank you, Sarah. I promise. At the end of this run-down tenement hall It's the room of a girl I know Her 
cowers behind all the dead bone blocks, afraid of the outside world. So how should I come to the one I love? I will find a way. Many thieves and collectors have used that door, but they only brought her shame. So she won't even open it anymore. Still, I will find a way. I could call out her name with love through the walls, but condemnation's all she. I could break down the door, take her into my arms, but she might die from the fear. So how should I come to the one I love? I will find a way. I will find a way. How should I come to the one I love? I will find. No hiding place ever kept her safe, so she hides inside herself. Now to reach her heart, the only way is to hide in there as well. I will hide in there as well. She gave up on love, waiting for a change. But a change is coming soon. 'Cause how could she not love the helpless babe that is waking in her womb? Oh, I found a way. I found a way. She'll know I am coming before I am here. When she hangs her head, she'll see me there. And then when I come, she will not turn away. All the beauty and joy will return to her face. And what of that loneliness now? It is gone, lost in the bond of a mother and son. Every sin that she suffered at the hands of men, every single disgrace will be washed clean again. I will love her completely, and when I am grown, I'll carry her out of that tenement room. I'm doing a new thing. Soon you will see. I'm coming among you, and my name shall.
you. God, we just uh, come before you and we just thank you for um, the ways that you are constantly with us. You're with us in our darkness. You're with us in the light. Um, God, we thank you that you pursue us when we run from you. That you begin new things in us when we hide. I just pray. Um, that you would continue to open our hearts to you and to everything that you're doing in us, in our community, and in the world. Amen. <laughs>